0: And welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Saturday, May 30th. Figured I would stop in here and let's talk about the energy around these riots that broke out last night in the United States. You've been watching the headlines. You probably know about as much as I do. It obviously is stemming from this um, situation in Minneapolis that I'll let you refer to the news. We don't need to take up the time here on that. What is significant here is the astrological thrust behind what is going on, and that is significant. In yesterday's podcast, we talked about the moon wobble. I'd like to set that aside. I think that is a really big piece of this, but let's set it aside for a second. Bring this current to today, Saturday. The moon is, as I'm looking at the chart this morning, at 13 degrees Virgo. Now, from that position, it is in a square, first of all, to the Sun and Venus retrograde, which are in Gemini. So right there, you've got the Moon, remember, in transit, is often a trigger. So you've got a Moon, square, Sun, Venus, there's a trigger. The Moon is trine Uranus, expect the unexpected. The Moon is opposite Mars, hot temper. And finally, it's Square to the big three, and the big three being Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, all sitting up there along the cusp, basically, between Capricorn and Aquarius. And that is the big macro theme of everything that's going on. So the whole Saturn-Pluto agenda is now aspected to the moon. That's just today. <laughs> And yesterday's energy certainly would have been waxing up into this particular crescendo configuration. Now, obviously, the moon moves quickly, so this, these squares won't hold. But that was what, I think that was part of the trigger of last night. Now, we're building toward two other things that will happen at the end of this week. So also this waxing pattern, if you will. Mars will be in a square to the sun at 14 degrees. That happens on Thursday. So Mars in Pisces and the sun in Gemini, 14 degrees square on Thursday. And then on Friday, we have this partial lunar eclipse that will happen in Sagittarius. This will not be visible in the United States, but its energy will be very visible in the whole world, even though the eclipse itself is mostly a kind of a China, Russia, the Middle East, etc. That particular, if you drew a bell curve over a flat map of the world. That's the part you're looking at. So this will be a full moon. It will be square Mars and Neptune, opposite Venus in retrograde, obviously, by definition, opposite the sun. And that creates a big T-square on Friday. So it will be this. So let's think of a T-square. Look, think of a pyramid in your mind, the Egyptian pyramids, all right, on one base corner, one base side the Sun and Venus, other side of the base, the Moon, and the top of the pyramid, Mars and Neptune. T-squares are very powerful energies. That's a hard aspect, and it will be pulling on us all week. You guys know I'm a big fan of Jamie Partridge's work. The blog is astrologyking.com. I'll put a link to this one. He goes a lot deeper than we can here, but here is one line from his post. The lunar eclipse in June 2020 poses a real threat to strained relationships. Impatience, sexual frustration, and a lack of self-control could turn love to hate, resulting in impulsive actions and hostility. The June 5th lunar eclipse also brings the danger of war between enemies, as well as earthquakes. I don't know when this was posted. I looked for a date on it. Very quickly I scanned it, didn't see it. But he always posts these things really months in advance. So while I don't know the exact date that it was posted, I do know that it was in no way directly <laughs> related to the current news. This was long before. Like they say back on the farm, you can't make this stuff up. And then we have to talk about the moon wobble. We talked about it yesterday. The moon wobble is a configuration when the sun basically aligns either by conjunction or square, to the nodes of the moon. So if you just think about that, it happens four times a year because there are four points. There's the south node, north node, and then the square on either side of that. And the way that the moon wobble is calculated, you take the day that the aspect happens at exact degree. So for this time, it's going to be the sun conjuncting the north node in Gemini. You take the date of that exact conjunction. So in this case, it's going to be June 19th. The sun will be exactly conjunct the north node. And you back up 21 days. That was yesterday. Then after the peak, so after June 20, uh, 19th, you go seven days. So it's a four-week deal. And during that time, escalations like this kind of thing are more likely. Usually, you might have an event or, you know, like a big earthquake or something happened, like the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded in space after, t- after liftoff in Florida during a moon wobble. 9-11 happened during a moon wobble. The, the coal bombing, the Oklahoma City bombing, you know, these are usually one event in that month-long period. And there could be some tensions around it, but usually it's kind of one big thing. Boy, this one's looking like it's starting off as a doozy. So that's a lot of heavy energy. And what that does to me whenever I look at a chart like this is I want to run to the other side of the coin. Because remember, in astrology, there is always duality. So there's another side to all of this energy, and that's where I want to go camp out. So here are a couple of tips. I'm going to go through these really fast, and then I'm going to do a more in-depth, unpacked episode on subconscious mind mastery. So you could go over to that podcast and check it will be the release of right now, May 30th or 31st and catch that. Here's the quick list. First of all, recognize this energy as being so and just don't back away from it. It is in the space and acknowledge it. Be okay with it. This could affect your relationship with your partner, your kids, your boss. I mean, you know, the spillover of this into our own individual lives could show up anywhere, okay? So recognize it and talk to the people close to you with whom you can have this kind of conversation and just say, "Look, we're in this period, let's recognize it and here's our game plan." And to that end, set a game plan. So first thing, let's just look at a couple of these bigger issues. Venus in retrograde. That brings our passion and our focus on love internal So rather than being caught up in all the noise of what's going on around us, let's bring this in and think about and look at our own love paradigm and where it needs to improve and what actions we can take. Whatever's going on in the world will unfold. And yes, we need to, I think, become politically active in this. But let's don't get caught up in the initial anger. Let's put our boots on the ground where they really matter. And that's not what's going on right now. Agreed? Be smart, not reactive. Okay, what about the sun squaring Mars? That's a big one. Well, how about let's try to focus on working together instead of allowing this anger paradigm, which is certainly there in that energy, but let's go to the other side. So let's think about refocusing our own actions on something positive in our own lives. How about a task that you've wanted to move forward that's been stuck? Focus your aggressive energies there instead great place to start would be that list of the next three things you need to do to get this thing moving. And then do those, and then three more, and just work your way through it, three at a time. Okay, what about square Neptune? Well, Neptune, you know, I think of fog. So how about if we made a list, for clarity, of ten ways to look at a challenge differently? Get your journal or your computer note system out and crank, start cranking some ideas down. Get clarity. There will be a ton of relief as you just make that list. You're like, wow, and then use your intuition, possibly, Neptunian, right, to go into that list and decide what the best thing is to do. Next. Okay, what about the uh, square to the big three? Well, that's about transformation. So we've done a lot of this work, but to say, where else can I make a change in my life? What loose ends are there still? and we don't have to go very far to find them, do we? So see, now the focus has shifted to, first of all, accepting what's there, and then to just taking a look at where we can up our own game instead of getting caught up in all of this noise around us. The collective energy is not good right now. So focus on ourselves. Let's control what we can control. Now, with the moon wobble, I would say the way this one is starting off, it's kind of saying this is a good time to keep your head down. So all that stuff that you would do during a Mercury retrograde, well, it just kind of got doubled because Mercury goes retrograde right after the moon wobble ends. So we're going to have seven weeks of this kind of thing. But the idea is just realize that the things that you're doing, you know, it's like they say, don't go buy technology during a Mercury retrograde. I don't know about that. But but point is, realize that there is... Mm, entanglement, I guess, around some of the things that we might do. So again, this points back to more internal work for the next six weeks instead of more of the external. And this is an extended period of time when we really need to be getting back out there. I get it. So just do it carefully. That's the main point. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention real quick is the when the sun aligns with the north node. So that brings the north node into spotlight. And I went to Steve Forrest because oh, he's so precious. The way he writes is just amazing. And I've had such a blast narrating these audiobooks. But here is what he says about the North Node in Gemini. This is just basically a series of keywords to capture the essence very quickly of what this is. So the North Node in Gemini, which is going to be the aspect on June 19th, is all about curiosity open-mindedness and conversation plus a willingness to listen will serve to heal the south node issues of rigid opinions illusory certainty and self-righteousness so that's our focus open-minded communication and curiosity especially as he says communication is as much about listening as it is about talking be a good time to listen and the very first place to listen is to your own heart get in tune there all right i'll see you over on the subconscious mind mastery podcast we'll do more over there and here as warranted by such news events as we might even happen have happened tonight so take care be safe